and welcome to Ad Creeps, a podcast where we dissect and correct the TV ads that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. I'm Courtney, and I'm here with my best bud, Al. Hello. And we are nut-free. Nut-free's the way to be. (laughs) I'm 20 days clean without nuts. Oh. Without nutting. Sorry. Oh, nutting. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I had nuts yesterday. Did you? Yeah. I wish. I had a little chocolate with flaked hazelnuts on top. Oh. Ow. As for nutting. <laughs> you can't Wee. stop me. You can't stop me. <laughs> anyway, we're back. This is regular ad creeps. Mm-hmm. This is not Christmas ad creeps. This is not, not nutting ad creeps. We're just regular ad creeps. Regular. I'm here to tell you, since this is, we're getting back to true form. Yeah. I'm here to talk to you about the worst man. Oh, boy. You you ready? I'm so ready. This is, this is Al, I'm excited to hear your opinion about this 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 man. He sounds bad from what I've heard. Well. Which is that he's bad. <laughs> yep, very bad. Let's do it. Cool. John A. Jack Roshman always wanted to be in the restaurant business. As a teenager, Jack frequented large restaurant conventions helping out his father sell kitchen equipment in Chicago during the 1940s. At the show, Roshman met American restaurateur and entrepreneur Ray Kroc, who created... The global McDonald's empire. Oh. Right? War pulled Roshman away from his restaurateur dream. He served as a sergeant in the Atomic Armaments Unit in Korea. Which is wild. Yikes. The fact that they had one of those? They shouldn't shouldn't have had one of those. No, but they did. Oh, boy. Just in case. Only to return to the University of Illinois, where he studied and developed frozen food technology for the ice cream industry. Ooh, interesting. Can you imagine just going to university and, like, that's what you study? Frozen food technology? Ice cream technology. Watch me freeze these peas. (laughs) Individual. I laid them out on sheets so they don't get all clumpy. I call my machine the peasy freeze. Oh, it's easy peasy. Patent that one. <laughs> oh, I don't actually have one. Did you go to university? Not for that. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. At the age of 25, Roshman tried to use his prior connection with Ray Kroc and talk the entrepreneur into selling him the exclusive rights to operate all McDonald's franchises in Ohio. Wow. You got to swing big. He got those skloozies. 25? At 25, I was not doing any anything. Uh, no. Kroc balked at the offer, saying that Roshman was much too young to control that big of a McDonald's dominion. Okay. You, you, you like, you can't control all of Ohio. This is like Game With of the Thrones. McDonald's King of Ohio. <laughs> Roshman turned around and instead worked to establish and grow a McDonald's competitor called Burger Chef. <laughs> With Roshman's uh, marketing push, Burger Chef grew across Ohio and then continued to grow across Western Pennsylvania and West Virginia. So he's like, "Hey, give me all the McDonald's in the state," and Croc is like, "No, you're young," and he's like, "Oh, I'm young." Well, I'm going to create Burger Chef. <laughs> Let me show you what Burger Chef can do. And and it was a direct competitor with McDonald's in Ohio. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still around today. Well, Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Well, you can't just... Ugh. <laughs> While developing Burger Chef in the late 60s, Roshman also began a fast food franchise of his own, Jack's Roast Beef. 
in mm, Springfield. All I have a few ideas about where this is going. <laughs> okay, in Springfield, Ohio. Where are we going? Uh, I don't know. Jack's? You, you made an off-the-cuff comment about Jack in the Box earlier. Oh, did I? But also roast beef mm. makes me think. The RB. Of the RB. Interesting, interesting. The popularity of Jack's roast beef rivaled an already established Ohio native Arby's. Oh, damn. So they they do hate each other. Now, I did look this up. Which one came first? Arby's did come first. Oh. Slightly. Why do people in Ohio love roast beef so much? It's enough to support two franchises. That is a very good question. So would you say these two were roast beefing? There are. There is a roast beef buffet situation. <laughs> have you had like a good roast? Have you done an Arby's? I think I've had an Arby's maybe once. I remember when I was a kid, my older brother had a friend that like loved Arby's. Yeah, the horse like, mad for Arby's. And uh, actually, Jax also had the curly fries. Yeah. So I don't know what were they. Mm-hmm. Maybe this little kid didn't have any new ideas of his own. Well, <laughs> Burger Chef. It's a chef. It's not a clown. <laughs> Jax did such a good job. Even with Arby's in the market, Jax actually cut out a good chunk of the market. Oh, wow. So much so that it caught the eye of General Foods, who had already gobbled up the Burger Burger Chef. I almost said Burger King. Definitely not Burger King. <laughs> Burger Chef franchise. Loving a rebrand. General Foods changed the Jack's chain name to Rick's Roast Beef. R-I-X. R-I-X. Which is interesting because that just sounds like Nick's, which is the tick and flea like fucking stuff you put in it. I don't know. Why? I do not know. Why did they do this? Rick's with an X. Yeah, Rick's with an X. This is not the only rebranding we're going to go through. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It took under 10 years to run the franchise into the ground. <laughs> I guess it's the name. Yeah. I don't know. You're like, Rick's. No Rick's. Thanks. I'm going to go to RB's. That means something. That's got me. two syllables. <laughs> In 1978, General Foods sweeped up the remaining 10 restaurants and sold them off in a hurry to the Restaurant Administration Corporation, who currently was running Wendy's and Long John Silver's. Oh. So you know they're good. Yeah. Well. Good Long John. <laughs> <laughs> Rick's R-I-X quickly changed back to Jack's <laughs> to gain back their Ohio audience. Was it Jack's J-A-X? J-A-X. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So because okay. it, I it's supposed to be uh Jack, like Jack Rochman, the yeah. the owner, but it was with an X. Like to make it cool. I guess, you know, in the 60s and 70s, you gotta <laughs> do that, right? They focused back on the basics. Big old sloppy roast beef sandwiches served to blue-collar workers. Mm. You know you love them. (laughs) Once Jack's roast beef took hold again, the new owners switched and rebranded once again to Racks. (laughs) Y'all gotta get it together. R-A-X. And I like it because it's like, hmm. So we got some big racks going Racks of beef. Yeah. Or, you know. Oh. (laughs) They rebranded once more to Racks and put the pedal to the metal. The chain grew to 504 locations across 38 states. Wow. As well as two restaurants in Guatemala. That's almost all the states. But, well, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Guatemala, though. That's yeah, cool. well, I don't. I'm, I'm going to say there was a Contra situation going They on. must have had, like, um, there must have been a particular, like, trade agreement at that there time. There must have been. You give us some, I don't know, whatever you got. Give us your roasted beef. <laughs> we'll give you whatever we got. Ronald Reagan? Come on. 
Not satisfied with just sandwiches, the menu exploded, adding a dinner bar with pizza, pasta, tacos, Chinese-style food. Yikes. It was very clear. Yes. It's not Chinese food. It's Chinese-style food. Oh, boy. You know. (laughs) An endless salad bar and a dessert section. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot. It's rivaling a, a Wendy's That's super a ri- bar. Oh, God. This is... I And it was during the same time, I think, oh, interesting. in the 80s, right? There must have been super a big bar. push for that. Super bar was in the 80s, yeah, too, right? Yeah, yeah. And actually, we're going to talk about the Rax-Wendy's rivalry. Rax restaurants also began to transform the inside. Ooh. The architecture was upgraded. Solariums <gasps> and wood accents were added. <laughs> Rax was aiming to become the, quote, champagne... For fast food. Okay, sir. <laughs> but in this upgrade, Rax lost its core working class customers. Wow, Wendy's took a page from Rack's design book and thrived. Rax once again began to flounder. Do you remember Wendy's looking real, you know, comfy? Yeah. A solarium? A solarium. I mean, that feels like more of a McDonald's thing to me. Really? Yeah. Well, no, I don't mean like the solarium in the play place where it got real hot. <laughs> God, you remember? Yeah. In when I went into the play places like in Ontario during the Ontario in summer, it was you could cook a kid in there. Absolutely. It was very bad. I don't know who <laughs> who greenlighted who, who that. Greenlighted that. I I do remember like McDonald's though that had like solarium rooms where you could. That's eat. true. Oh God. Well, Rax Rax did it. Yeah, they did it, but they didn't do so well. No one thought Rax could bottom out anymore, but... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, okay. But in 1992, the restaurant chain entered a tailspin thanks to a big advertising swing and an agonizing and miserable mascot. Oh, no. This is the bad man, Al. This is the bad man? Yep. (sighs) In a last-ditch effort to save the chain, Rax tried to recapture the audience who they had alienated. The country's working class folks who just wanted a hot roast beef sandwich at the end of the day. Don't we all? Right? The common man. <laughs> <laughs> In order to recapture that blue collar magic, Rax went to the New York-based ad co- agency Deutsch Inc. to create a new animated character to kick off the revitalization of their brand. A note, Deutsch Inc. Uh, did the first gay... A couple in a commercial in an Ikea ad. Oh, that was them. In 1994. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they're okay. Yeah. They didn't start off so great. (laughs) The mascot sported a plaid sport coat, a briefcase, a thick pair of glasses, and a receding hairline. Okay. Mr. Delicious (gasps) was born. I don't like it Do you know Mr. Delicious? I don't know Mr. Delicious, but I already don't like him. I'm so glad. I'm so (laughs) glad you don't know Mr. Delicious. Those Midwesterners right now, they are screaming. Our audience, they're like, oh my God. This man? There's like a weird echo in my head of something somewhere, but I can't, I don't, can't get a specific... Maybe when you see him. Okay. Maybe when you see him. Uh, by the way, the trademark for Mr. Delicious is, was up in like 2000, 2002. So we could put him on a t-shirt. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tyler, get on it. We can do him and naked Winnie the Pooh. Oh, wow. Mm, kiss him. No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. In a time where other fast food restaurants were putting play areas up in their solariums and giving away free toys, Mr. Delicious was built to entice a more 
mature clientele. No, no. His dry humor and commentary on his adult issues were meant to connect to Rack's audience, but instead, his banter in his advertisements breached more into the mascot's debilitating anxiety and depression as he overextended himself in a horrible, nightmarish world. I think something like this has floated through our group chat yeah, at some Yeah, I point. think it definitely has. Uh, we are all Mr. Delicious, and yeah. Mr. Delicious is us. <laughs> but in 1994, um, or I 1992... Like this, this would have played so much better today. Well, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> in his first ad, Mr. Delicious explains that he is a, quote, special cartoon for adults, which isn't porn, I guess. <laughs> I, look, I've seen the special cartoons for adults on the Reddit. I don't care for them. Oh, you don't? <laughs> no. The special cartoons for adults are usually it's just... It's just hentai, baby. <laughs> or horrible drawings that adults have done of cartoons oh. for kids. Oh, no, that's not what I mean. Okay. I have seen that on the Twitter, boy. Don't care for it. Boy, that fucking mink on the Animaniacs. <laughs> boy, they love to see her titties. <laughs> uh... He also dismisses the other cartoons as something that is made for, quote, mostly people who wet their pants. <laughs> Make a pee-pee joke. Okay, well, great ableism, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Make a pee-pee joke on the first commercial. Hey, you got it. This is what we're stepping we're into. We're nailing it. By the second ad, he is already complaining that he is, quote, a little overextended because, quote, perhaps Rack's executives aren't paying him enough to compromise his integrity. You and me both. How much are they paying you, Mr. <laughs> D? Uh, so not only does M- Mr. Delicious complain about the youth, he is also very open with his capitalist oppressors. A great look for a mascot who maybe could make his way through the pandemic, but maybe not 90- 1992. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, he was certainly ahead of his time. Yeah, we were all in on capitalism in <laughs> 1992. We loved it. We were wearing those Pepsi jackets. Yeah. You kidding me? Mr. Delicious's radio spots got deeper into the mascot's obvious big nom energy. Oh, my God. In his first on-air ad, he admits that he, quote, doesn't appreciate unnecessary commotion while he's eating. It brings out the dangerous, hostile side in Mr. D. At least that's what his therapist says. Goodness me. What did Mr. D do in nom? Yeah, you know he did some war crimes. Oh, wow. That's rough. (laughs) Oh, boy. At least he's seeing someone for it. I mean, yeah, that is positive. I'm sure it's, you know, certainly not funded by the state. This is a ad for a fast food company, by the way. That's true. And we are psychoanalyzing Uh, him. He also laments, quote, Mr. Delicious always leaves racks with a few bucks left. And that's just grand because his therapist charges a lot to keep Mr. D's hostility all locked up. Told you it wasn't paid by paid for by the state. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> the biggest dive into Mr. Delicious came in his second radio ad, when he talks about his midlife crisis. Mm, okay. Quote, fortunately, Mr. Delicious was able to sell the Porsche back to the dealer. <laughs> But much to his chagrin, he discovered that custom-designed hair weaves are non-refundable. Same for the rotating glitter disco ball he installed in his basement, and that vacation to Bora Bora when he took those two young, quote, friends that left Mr. Delicious feeling empty and unfulfilled. Unlike the robust sandwiches, baked potatoes, and refreshing drinks on the rack's menu for only 99 cents each. I'm a little worried that Mr. Delicious has been to the Epstein Island. Well... You well? <laughs> I think he just told us about he it. He just told us he was. In his second ever radio ad, Al. 
Damn. Wow. Yikes. Big swings. Big swings. Big swings. Who is these people that are writing this material? Oh. They should just, they should have a think. Mr. Delicious stuck out like a sore thumb in a sea of much more pleasant fast food mascots. <laughs> While Ronald McDonald and Wendy were endlessly cheerful and upbeat, Mr. D cast an aura of inexpressible sadness. <laughs> I mean, me too. Well, see, that's what I have a hard time with this Mr. Yeah, Delicious. Yeah, he does thing. have relatable elements. It's me. It's just me. Yeah. But also, he's horrid. He is a horrid little man. Quote, if the average fast food mascot is a lighthearted figure of family fun, writes film critic Nathan Rabin, Mr. Delicious seemingly eats at racks to avoid a family he despises, and also because he is ultimately, hopelessly, fundamentally alone in the universe. I'm surprised they think he has a family. <laughs> he does, t- hey, Al, he does complain about his wife a lot. Oh, Don't worry about okay, that. Hey, okay, don't you okay. worry about that. My wife, ladies right? and gentlemen. I can eat curly fries My to fill wife. the hole. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't say thank you. <laughs> Just like Rax, Mr. Delicious and his catchphrase, you can eat here, were not able to connect with his core audience. Sorry, is it you can eat here or you can eat here? Both. Okay. <laughs> Why? You could. You, you could eat here. You can't. Hey, it's an option. If you want, maybe. There's McDonald's down the road. We got, also got an Arby's. Like, specifically for families that are road tripping and they're, like, just driving into a town. They're like, is there anywhere here we can eat? You can eat here. <laughs> no, but it's oh, not for families. God. It's not for families. It's just for sad middle-aged fact, men. Mr. Delicious cannot be around children. Right. Or his hostilities. Well, and the other thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. God, this is so horrible. It's very bad. Three months after Mr. Delicious' campaign began, Rax Restaurants, Inc. filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> Three months. Three months. It took, it's a sinking That's ship. all it took. And just like Nom, he took them down. <laughs> Most of the franchises were cannibalized by Hardee's or Tim Hortons. Today, only eight Rax restaurants remain. One in Kentucky, one in Illinois, and six in its home state of Ohio. Wow. Wow. Still there. You can have roast beef damage. Sandwich. Mr. Delicious's core concept was a solid one. Make an adult mascot so he could relate to an adult audience. But maybe this adult audience looked into the fast food mirror and saw a little too much of themselves looking back. Eating at racks meant that we would be silently surrendering to the depressing, worn down versions of ourselves. God, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. You ready to see this bad man? I'm afraid, but I am ready. Okay, I'm going to just show you... Do you want to see the first commercial? It was pretty tame. The second commercial is slightly more depressing. Yeah, show me the more depressing. I need to see Mr. Him Delicious at his, at his full Okay, we power. will do that. Let's do that. We'll return after these messages. Hello, I'm Mr. Delicious, the new spokesman for Rax Restaurants. My job? To encourage you to enjoy tasty, affordable meals in a more mature dining environment. I know what you're thinking. He's a cartoon, and cartoons are mostly for people who wet their pants, but not Mr. D. He's a special cartoon for adults, and Mr. Delicious always carries this briefcase. Contents? Watch for me and visit Racks. Dickity-dee. Welcome back to the show. Uh, 
I showed all, all three um, TV ads. Yeah. And there were the radio ads. Radio ads were longer. Yeah. Uh, this... which, which gave got into his Vietnam, obviously Vietnam history. Yeah. Uh, this one. <laughs> this is like niche marketing to the largest marketing group that like this is like. Men from, like, what, 21 to 49? Yeah, that's, man. That's what all marketing is for. And you've decided to just be like, this one's just for you. It's all for them. But it's not. But it's very bad. No one wants to relate to that man. But they do. But they didn't. Because you can see it in the you can see it in the commercials that the people who wrote him relate to him. It's funny because there is a, um, and it's in my sources, there's, like, a creation of Mr. Delicious, kind of like a... Like an ad, like in introducing him. And, yeah. introduce, and it was made by Rax. And they interview customers. But all the customers are beautiful young women. <laughs> saying how much they love him. Okay. But I don't think that... There's some real, like... Uh, there's some shit going on here. <laughs> there's some goopy psychological shit going yeah, on. Oh, there sure is. Like... The, it's. I think it's very clear that the people that wrote Mr. Delicious see themselves in Mr. Delicious and yeah. were trying to speak to a, a dark part of their own souls. Um, and then we looked at it like, that's too dark, hey, bud. this sucks. This, too, I'm <laughs> this gonna actually go, sucks pretty bad. I'm going to go eat a burger with that clown. Yeah. He, he makes, makes me, me feel, feel good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Mr. Boy. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. So the commercials are just sort of like footage of the restaurant and the sign and, and the food. And he's a little cartoon walking in front of them yeah. saying his dark things. And he has a little he has a little um, thing in his teeth. What's it called? Yeah. A little toothpick. And little... then he, he says, tickety dee. You can eat here. It's just a weird vibe. And it, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's truly um, in my sources. The reason why I found this um, Hank Green Hank Green, one of the Green brothers, did a whole thing about Mr. D. Oh, really? Saying, like, how how did this exist? How did this happen? Why why is this a thing? And now we know. Now we know. we don't like it any better. Nope, we do not. So it's 2022. Mm-hmm. Mr. D, he's back. No, he's not. No? No. Wow, okay. This is, okay, so we're going to start with, you know, Rax hasn't formally returned, but they're getting ready. There's eight of them. Yeah. There's eight of them left. They're they're biting their time. Oh, wait. Is it still around? Yeah, there's eight of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They went from 503 stores and two in Guatemala to eight. So well, no one's thinking about racks. No. But what should show up? Hmm. But an r slash relationships post. Oh. <laughs> of a woman. <laughs> yeah. Who's had it oh. with her husband. Okay. And she describes a man. Much like Mr. Delicious. Interesting. Okay. And then as everyone's buzzing about this woman and how she should leave her terrible husband. Yeah. We introduce Mrs. Delicious. Wow. The new mascot of Rax. Because that's what she spent the divorce money on, baby. Yes. Big fake titties. And she loves them and she looks great and she feels great and she finally feels like herself again after decades and decades of this horrible asshole. Wow. Okay. Can I pitch like what the animation looks Please. like? Please. It's like the very, um, the good walking cycle that Mr. Delicious has. Yeah. Where it's just the upper body is completely still, lower body, the little legs move. But you know what else moves? Her tetes. You got all the jiggle. <laughs> but she's still like... She's not like a Jessica Rabbit. She's, no, 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 no. This is still a restaurant where you can bring children. Well, 
We don't have to. Just maybe so that they could d- do a little better in business. Children can eat here. Children can eat here. Yeah. Um, it's What I'm saying is, it's no longer mascotted by a pervert. Yeah. <laughs> now you're the pervert because you're looking at them. <laughs> I love it. So is, is the commercial just her walking across the stream talking about her bad husband? Well, I think it's like she maybe she mentions her bad husband. Yeah. She's like, hey, you remember me from this. Yeah. Um, but she's more talking about just like how great her life is now without him oh. and how things have improved and how her kids are doing and how they're feeling better and more self-actualized and, and now that they don't have to deal with their asshole dad. And now across Ohio, you have wives leaving their horrible husbands. Yes. They're like, oh my God. And then they're getting a roast beef sandwich. And they're going to eat at racks. Wow. And they look across the table at the other divorcees and then they're they find love they're building community wow. they're finding new relationships oh my god some of them are like probably transitioning yeah 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 here's the thing i like mrs delicious because that's hope for the future mr delicious is this hole yeah of depression we're in it hey we're in the mr delicious hole right now and then maybe some people who can see themselves in mr delicious who yeah. feel like they're in a hole of depression yeah they also transition. They come to racks. Yes. Hey, racks, get some racks. <laughs> or get rid of your get racks. Your t- <laughs> top surgery for everyone. No matter whether you're getting bigger or smaller, <laughs> come to racks, get a roast beef, and we'll do whatever you want to your tits. <laughs> Just some horsey sauce on those nips. <laughs> oh, that's Arby's. That's Arby's. Arby's? Arby's can't compete with that. Can't compete with that. Can't compete with that. Oh, boy. Wow. I love her, and I support her. Mrs. Delicious, we are all here for you. I love it. I love how it starts with, like, an uh, am I the asshole. Yeah. And then it just goes wild on Twitter. I'm here for Mrs. Delicious and her new trans wife. (laughs) (laughs) Who are both divorced. Who are both divorced. It's, oh, my God. Wait, hold on. It's Wendy. It's what Mrs. Delicious's wife is divorced from Wendy. <laughs> yes, because Wendy and Wendy's dating Moon Pie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, mwah. Mwah. An art, an art piece you have made. It's beautiful. This They're makes, beautiful. They love each other. This makes me feel so much better about Rax. Yeah. Because it has to be about tats. Yeah. <gasps> tats. Okay. <laughs> I need another thing that makes me feel better. I'm okay. Inside. Do you have something? I got something for you. What you got? A local ad. Mmm, delicious. So we are going to New Orleans Mm. for this commercial. The biggest easy. Yep. Mm -hmm. And there will be a link to this in our sources and on our Twitter if you want to watch along. Yeah. That's it. It's time for a big shot. Oh, yeah, y'all. We do need a big shot. We need a big shot on our side. We need a big shot. We need a big shot. You need a big shot? I got your big shot right here. We got 12 delicious flavors, and you'll love them all. Saver Center has all your big shot tailgate party needs at prices too low to mention. Look for Iron Mike big shot displays at Saver Center. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Those... The people. Yeah. We should know them. I think we would know them if we were more familiar with New Orleans in perhaps the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have, we need a big shot. That's yeah. the line. And you, you go to a bunch of people. I think a couple probably are coaches. They have well, big okay. coach energy. Well, the guy who came out the door with the smoke? Yeah. That's Mike Ditka. Oh, that's Mike 
Ditka? That's Iron Mike Ditka. Okay, okay, okay. See, that's why he had big coach energy. Yeah. But then um, we got like a New Orleans council member. Yeah. We got so, some people that are clearly politicians. Yeah, you, I love how one of them had a nameplate. So yeah, you, which you know, is great. Her, now I know. Now it's I Peggy. Know. It's Peggy. <laughs> I voted for her. <laughs> uh, we need a big shot. We need a big shot. Mike Dicka comes out. He knocks down a door. He's got the energy. And I think throughout this commercial, what is big shot? What is it? It's pop, baby. It's a soda. Wow. Big shot soda. Have you ever tried it? No, but I want it to. It looks like Fago. It does look like, it looks like a Southern Fago. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's it's big shot soda. And it's, there's pink soda. There's grape soda. There's so many colors of soda. There's red soda. There's orange soda and Mike Ditka loves it. He's got a football. It powers him through the door so yep. it must be good. It, it's got to be good. And this is a this is a ad for not only Big Shot Soda but where you could get it. Which Save is a like, center. Save a also I love this so the last shot is all the Big Shot Sodas lined up uh, in a like a flying V uh, situation but there's a whole bowl of hot dogs. Yeah because you can get it for your tailgate parties. I just I really, I'm hungry. Well, I'm, we are about to go have some lunch. I, but those hot dogs looked really they good. They did look really good. Like the, the core, the maison on those, on those hot dogs. <laughs> they're so good. It was very aesthetically pleasing. Oh, to I love at. it. And the, oh, mm, mwah, mwah. so if you're hungry, watch this commercial. Yeah. And you're going to go grab a dog. And. Look up who Mike Dick is. Yeah, because well, I don't know. Is he a bad man? Probably. Oh, I'm sure he's a bad man. Uh, <laughs> if you have other bad men you'd like us to talk about, because <laughs> that's primarily our our whole thing, uh, you can email us at creeps at gmail.com. You can also do something. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at ad creeps. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. We'd love to get your local ads. Yeah. And hey, just, you know, what are you up to? You enjoying the pod? Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. Okay, until next time, we are signing, signing off. But first, a word for my spouse. I just want a big hot dog. Yeah. I'll give you a big hot dog. <laughs> 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 <laughs>